Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Hey! Ho! Welcome to the show. Look, there are some places you expect to see celebrities when you go and see a concert, yeah. when you go to a show. Yeah. Of course there's going to be celebrities there. But you will not believe where I saw former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd earlier today. Yeah. Kay Rudd. He's hitting the, the street The Red Star. The well, K-Man. I mean, he's doing a lot of handball at the moment. I've seen that going all around social media and different radio shows. He's playing handball against everyone at the moment. I did not see him playing handball. However, I did see him physically exercising in some capacity. It was a surprise because often, you know, when you come across a lot of people in your day-to-day life, very rarely do you see someone go, holy crap, that's fallen Prime Minister Kevin Rudd. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, we're only a couple of hours away from the big annual Apple conference where Tim Allen will wander on that stage and announce the new Apple range of products, um, the new iPhones. Ooh, that... What are they going to be? Dom comes in um, every year and he goes, have you heard what they've announced? And we have to explain every single year. <laughs> they haven't announced it yet. Those are just rumours. I have also just realised I said Tim Allen. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> yeah, I said Tim Allen walk on stage. It will be a surprise if the actor from the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, walks on stage. I imagine it will be Tim, Tim Cook. Cook. I the think Apple, you're thinking of. Apple CEO Tim Cook will probably walk on stage, but hey, maybe Tim Do Allen. Do you think Tim Allen could play Tim Cook in the biopic? I think Tim Allen is the most versatile actor of our time. Mm. Give him, I mean, he's a man who's played Santa. He's played a dog in Shaggy Dog. What, what more could he do? Played a bikey in... <laughs> Roadhogs? What was that movie <laughs> I called? I don't even know. I don't know what Tim Allen's up to at the moment. But yes, Tim Cook will wander on stage to announce the, the new iPhone. Now, there are rumours around, Zach. You are right. They haven't obviously announced what it is yet. But the rumours of what we'll hear at 3am for this new iPhone, they think that it's going to have a new camera on the back that will do wider angles. Ooh. Now, I did make a note here that when I said that, you'll, you might make a joke that I can finally do selfies that will fit my head in. Yep. Do you want to make that joke or is it just done? Uh, I think you covered it off pretty well. Great. Zach thinks I have a big head for those just joining the show. Not uh, just me. <laughs> Remember that photographer at that photo shoot? <laughs> yeah. No, he did. He was. He quite, went much harder than I. He was quite surprised. He was struggling to fit it in. That's a sidebar. Um, uh, also, I think the new iPhone might be able to wirelessly charge other iPhones. So sort of, you know, if you're with a friend and their phone's flat, just hold your phone up. It'd be the wireless charging port. So basically... Mm. A Samsung from two years ago. <laughs> Is that what they did? Well, do you know this one? Apparently the new iPhone will have shatter-resistant glass. Finally. You could drop it from an aeroplane and it won't break at all. Oh, that's good. Um, I think. That seems un- <laughs> the more I'm thinking about the logistics of that, that seems unlikely. Uh, if you're dropping but... your plane from an aeroplane, <laughs> I think you've got bigger issues <laughs> than finding your phone smashed. Because mm. how are you going to find it? Well, that's a good point. You're going to have to get another aeroplane and go back. Most aeroplanes are pretty tightly sealed, Mm. except for Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible films when he's, you know, about to skydive out the back. It might be handy for him in that instance. But either way, I mean, people are obviously excited. They always are with a new iPhone. It's a big event. Are you going to stay up and watch it at 3am? No. Put the popcorn on? No. Have you ever done that? Uh, No. I've stayed up for the past three or four. I might give it a go. Um, it's, it's a fun night. Is it's it a fun exciting? Night. Oh, it's great because they walk on stage and then they do the whole build up to the, we call it iPhone 11. And then everyone goes, <gasps> like they didn't see it coming. It's great mm. fun. Anyway, the, the point is. I love that one of the highlights was they walk on stage. <laughs> <laughs> He's an easy crowd. <laughs> Holy crap, they're walking on stage. <laughs> they're doing it again. <laughs> they're reinventing the conference. 
Uh, look, obviously over the next 24 hours, the news cycle is going to be full of talking about this new phone, excitement around the new phone. Unfortunately, what that means is that for all of us who don't have the new phone, who have maybe the last iPhone model or even, you know, much earlier than that, you're about to feel much less special about your phone. All our phones are about to be worth less. Yeah. How much do you reckon the drop off in value is? $100 per phone. Oh, bloody hell. That's that's interesting. As of 3 a.m. this morning. <laughs> okay, so... You Maybe got, more. you got four hours to sell your phone for the price you want to get it for exactly. at the moment, essentially. Uh, what we want to do, though, is try to turn the, this around and, and celebrate um, the older phones just before they do start to feel bad about themselves for the, the next week or two. 131060, we want to know how old is your phone? How old is the phone that you are currently using? How, where can we set the bar? Because... I mean, you and I are a few generations behind. We've got iPhone 8. Yeah, we're in the 8 generation, which I think this now makes them two or three generations late. Oh, oh no. You start to feel behind, don't you? Uh, producer- yeah, this is when my phone will start playing up tonight, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, you send the, send the code around. Mm. Yeah. Time to get a new phone. <laughs> we'll make all the old ones not work anymore. Um, producer Jack can beat us, though. What, what phone are you currently working with, Jack? I'm on the decrepit 6 at the this stage. 6. <laughs> Jeez. Fail. That's what year are we talking there? 2013, maybe? Yeah, roughly? I think I got it in 2014, so yeah. yeah okay, roughly. I would love to hear from a flip phone if we do that. <laughs> do you think there's flip phone is listening? I'd love to not only hear that someone has a flip phone, if yeah. you could call us on a flip phone. Well, that would be cool. That'd be great. I, uh, there's a, a family friend who's a bit of an older guy who I remember telling me only a year ago, he was so excited that the local phone shop had given him a two for one deal on this new flip phone that, that he had. And I thought, I reckon that's because that's been sitting in the back store there for, it even did the Hello Moto thing when he turned it on. Why do you need two? Uh, work one and one personal. <laughs> he has them holstered on the belt. <laughs> Yeehaw. 13, 10, 60. How old is the phone um, you're, I guess you're using at the moment? Can you go older than the iPhone 6? Are you having any problems with the iPhone 6, Jack? Is it still operating exactly as you'd hope? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's got uh, some issues. It has some issues. I don't want yeah. to defame it. <laughs> you don't want to defame your phone. I don't want to defame any companies, but the battery, which we knew was a problem yeah. after inquiries, it, it is rapidly deteriorating on me. Told you. Yeah. It's going to get worse overnight. Yeah. That's going to happen to all of us. So, look, while we got the chance, let's celebrate the older phones. 131060, have you got an older phone? Um, we've got Melanie in Brisbane. Your one is relatively recent, but your mum's got an old one. Yeah, so mine's an 8 plus, and for the first time ever, I'm not going to get a new iPhone. <laughs> okay. Um, but my mum has been using a 5 for the past, like, 4 or 5 years. It's a came me down from my stepdad, and she's about to upgrade to my old fix. <laughs> I think a lot of families do this, the hand-me-down phones. There's a there's a bit of an order of procession. Is the five holding up okay, Melanie? Oh, no, it's, like, really dying. That's why she's wanting to upgrade to her six. But, is, is yeah, it's not much of an upgrade. <laughs> isn't this crazy that a seven-year-old phone doesn't yeah. work anymore? Seven yeah. years. Are you alleging that that's how they build them? They, of course they do. Yeah. They used to make fridges that would last like a hundred years. Yeah. And now things last like, and we, like five and then you have to go replace it. And then what? It goes to landfill, does it? And we all know that Apple are smart enough to build a phone that lasts longer. Okay. If they wanted to. Yeah. If they wanted to, they could build one that would last a hundred years. Uh, Yolanta's is in Melbourne. Your mum also has a, an older one. What is it? Uh, it's an iPhone 4S. Now we're moving. Yeah, okay. So that's what, 20, 2011, I think this one came out. How, how's it holding up? Oh, yeah, it's good. I just changed the battery um, 
when I handed it to her uh, five years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> Kicking on. I'm, I'm here. There's a common theme here of parents. Yeah. Because I think parents use the phones differently to the children. What do you mean? They're probably using it more traditionally just for making calls. Making calls, maybe. And emails, if you're just yeah. making calls, it can last a lot longer. So what do you think it is that young people are doing that's draining Social media. All? Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. installing new apps. But in saying that, though, my... Lots of videos and photos. My mum plays a heap of, um, like, like Tetris and yeah. Bejeweled and stuff on no, her I'm just phone. saying generally speaking. Yeah. Well, that's true. Uh, Tiffany in Mildura, you're the other way. This is your daughter has, has an old phone. Yeah, I bought her an iPhone 4, not the S, but the 4 this year for her birthday. Where did you find a 4 for sale? Cash converters. <laughs> okay. How much did it set you back, if I, if I can ask? Like 50 bucks, 50 but I went and took it straight to like iFix and got the um, like the few little things sorted out. But in saying that, lads, the battery on it, my daughter does not use it for anything other than to receive calls, and it mm. dies. Yeah. She's got to have it on charge all the time. Well, it's nearly a 10-year-old phone now, Tiffany. Do you remember I mean, the... can, How old is your daughter, Tiffany? She's 11. So the phone's almost as old as her daughter. Hmm. The phone would have come out a year later than, than her birth. Do you remember the 3315, the Nokia? The yeah. charge would last for a week and a half. Yeah. And it had that, the... How did we get to charging every day from that? That's a good point. And also, it had the best game of all time in Snake. You know what I mean? Well, Snake 2. <sighs> no, Snake 2 is way better than Snake 1. I'm a traditionalist. No. No. You're thinking of Snake 2. <laughs> Snake 1 was nowhere near as popular. Really? Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, I think Snake 1 had walls around it. Yeah. And Snake 2 breaks, you can, you go off one side no. and it comes in the other side. I like the walls. That's the, that's the challenge. Mm. Well, speaking of the old Nokia, uh, Nokia, sorry, we have Chris in Newcastle. Is that the phone you're using at the moment, Chris, an old Nokia? Yes. Um, I was listening on a Google Home Mini. And then I just call it off on my phone. Okay, so you've got the mix of the latest technology and maybe the oldest phone, mobile phone technology going around. Yep, sure do. So, Hand me down from my mum. Is this, this isn't your day-to-day phone, is it, the, the Nokia? Uh, it is. My parents don't allow me a smartphone. Does so. Chris, does it have Snake on it? Not this version, sadly. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, I mean, you've got a Nokia. I imagine the charge is good, though, Chris. I imagine it lasts you forever. One week plus guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good selling point. <laughs> I think amazing. there would be a lot of people who don't want no. all the bells and whistles on modern phones, and they just want one that will last a week and a half charge. Especially, like, if you're going, you could go on a holiday. You could go away for a week on a holiday and not have to take a charging cable. Yes. <laughs> just pack it in the whole time. Last a week and a half and <laughs> not break when you drop it from mm. 30 centimetres high. Now that's imagine, all we want. In a few hours' time, imagine if instead of all these new cameras and stuff, Tim Cook just came out and held up the old Nokia. Yeah. We're going back. It's back, baby. (laughs) This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, do you notice anything different about me tonight? Well, I do in the past five minutes. In that last song, you did leave studio and you've gone and put on a high-vis shirt and you got a chocolate breaker. And now you're playing songs about work. Uh, I have started a new trade. Yep. What do you I'm mean an apprentice. What do you mean a new trade? Well, I was an apprentice. Yes. And now I am. Alongside the radio show, you're now doing an apprenticeship. That's correct. In what? Well, you know that I'm getting a fence built at my house. Yep. Currently. Yes. Um, 
I have started to help on the fence a little bit and things have snowballed and I'm now the builder's apprentice. <laughs> Most people, when they pay money to get a fence put up, yeah, they give the money. Yes. The builder builds the fence. That's right. But that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. That was the original so arrangement. How did you, to begin with, how did you start helping out? Okay. What happened? He well, they yelled out, out, can you help, give me a hand no, out here? I went outside and I asked, hey, is there anything that I can help with? Yeah. And I actually meant, do you want a coffee? <laughs> but he interpreted it as I wanted to physically help. <laughs> sure. And he said, well, yeah, you can run all the palings up and down for me if you want it. Okay. And I thought, well, we do late night radio, so I'm home during the day. I thought, <laughs> yeah, I guess I can do that. And then so I did that for about an hour, hour and a half. Oh, and so he, proper manual labor. And he was using the nail gun to put the palings up on the fence. And he looked at me. Yeah. He looked at the nail gun. And then he pointed at the nail gun. And mm. he said, do you want to go? And I said, <laughs> hell yes, I do. And now I think I'm officially an apprentice. Are you getting, I got my yeah. high-vis shirt. I got my chocolate breaker. Yeah. Are you getting a discount? On the work. Well, of course I am, because yeah. if I help, mm. that means the job will be done sooner, which means I'll have to pay less in labor costs. You're paying per hour. Yeah, of course I am. Okay, good. I, I sometimes I just quote a job yes. and I just want to make sure they work, got a good job here and making you do the work. Cause that's quite a crafty tactic. If, if so, um, I suppose the positive of this is if the, the craftsmanship is a bit shonky, mm. you can't blame him. Mm. It's your fault. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's hard to stuff up a fence. <laughs> well, is it? I reckon I could do it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> Certainly. So, what, uh, But it's now pushed on. I was helping demolish a wall today. Had a good time doing that. I wonder I'm what was going on there. I'm putting a lot of the bricks into the uh, skip. I'm learning a lot of the language too. Yeah. Skip, fences, <laughs> nail guns. <laughs> I know all of it. Zach and I, were, we, we were in here doing something earlier today and you said, I really got to wrap this up and head off. I've got a wall to demolish. Mm. And at the time, I, I remember having this moment of thinking, what? What did he just say? But I didn't ask any further questions. Just let it go. I did pull up the builder the other day and I said, hey, am I actually helping? Because if this is slowing you down, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm not having fun. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing this because I want the job to go faster. Sure. If if you think this is like the kid goes for an excursion on the building (laughs) site, which it kind of is. Yeah. I would probably rather go inside. And what did he say? He's like, no, no, we've got a good rhythm going. And I feel like we do, Paul so, and I. We've got a bit of like, he put he puts the palings up, I nail them in. We were going real fast. How many hours of work have you put into this thing? Over the last three days, probably eight. <laughs> You've worked a full day, basically. Yeah. Over the last three day. days. Yeah. Yeah, okay. A full day of manual labor. And I think I know, mm. I'm getting a glimpse of what it would have been like if I had, instead of going into radio, yeah. became a tradie. And so if people want a fence built, can they get in touch with the show? Well, I'm not can... quite up to that scale yet. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. I'm not getting the authentic yeah. tradie experience because although, yes, I am doing a lot of manual labor and yes, mm. my craftsmanship is well above my experience. <laughs> yeah. I think it's bang on. <laughs> sure. I, it is a little easier for me because what I do if I'm getting tired is I say to Paul, hey, I've got some work to do inside. <laughs> and then I go inside yeah. and I make myself some nachos. <laughs> <laughs> and I wait in there for a few hours, and then I go back out and do a bit more help. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, you won't believe where I saw former Prime Minister Kevin Rudd oh, earlier I today. I won't believe it. You won't believe it. Um, because, you know, you might expect someone like Kevin Rudd, uh, I don't know, at an official function, maybe a government house. A library. A library. You'd see him at a library? Hmm. Sure. Brushing well, up on uh, a big law book. Well, I was stopped today at traffic lights um, where I saw a guy in a suit um, standing on the road next to me outside an Indian restaurant, just hoeing into a curry. 
And I was like, geez, that, it was the hair in the wind. Cause he's got quite wispy hair. Mm. It's like that hair looks familiar. I've seen that hair before. Looked up, none other than Kevin Rudd, just on his own in a suit, eating an Indian uh, meal. Having what lunch, what type lunch. of curry did it look like? It, it looked creamy. I'm thinking about a chicken. chicken. Could have been like a tikka masala. You like an extra mild butter chicken. Yeah. And I imagine Kevin Rudd would be in the same boat. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I reckon you guys would share that in common. He looks well, like a milkman. Yeah. I mean, it was quite... He likes his dairy, I reckon. It was relatively windy at that time of the day. He had a few serviettes that blew away from him. Mm. And it was quite funny to watch someone who was the leader of our country for a fair while there chasing after some, <laughs> some serviettes while trying to balance his, his butter chicken. Mm. Because you know, it's, it's no one looks no one looks calm and collected when you're chasing something in the wind. Mm-hmm. He you? used to try to balance Parliament. <laughs> now he's trying to balance his butter chicken. It, look, poetic, want, isn't it? It really is poetic. I, part of me thought I should have pulled over and stopped for a selfie. Do you yeah. know what I mean? A selfie with K. Rudd. But then I thought, just let the man have his butter chicken and chase his serviettes. Yeah. I mean, well, oh, so was he chasing serviettes, serviettes yeah. out of necessity or was it a hobby? Do you think? <laughs> was this his daily exercise? The chase of the napkins. So he let them go in the breeze <laughs> and then sees how fast he can round them up and tries to beat the record the next day. Well, one reason I did feel for him a little bit, a lot of people were walking past and no one was stopping him to say hello. <laughs> Like, no one. Like, it was quite busy, and he was totally just un, un, unbothered, unfazed. Because I know in America, yeah. the past presidents, yes. they get uh, security detail for life. Lifelong. Like, everywhere you go, you have your own car, driver, yes. security team around you. But it didn't you. look like K-Rod had that? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's possible they were all in the Indian restaurant waiting for their food. Yeah. But in well, this instance... they might have took off earlier after some earlier napkins. <laughs> They could be around the block with some napkins that got a bit further away. We'll catch you later on, Kev. Maybe. Um, We want to know, 131060, have you had a mundane celebrity sighting? Did you see a celebrity in just an everyday situation? Because that's it. So so often you expect to see a celebrity on the red carpet. You know, maybe you expect to see a celebrity at a big launch. You got a big launch or something. Maybe uh, you saw Dave Hughes having a Slurpee at 7-Eleven. Yeah, well, you know that I saw Scott Cam from the block doing exactly that. Really? Yeah, at a, a, a 7-Eleven a few hours out of Melbourne. This is a number of years ago now. I saw Scott Cam getting a, a Slurpee with a Krispy Kreme donut. No, two Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm, value I, pack. Well, he, I actually heard him get upsold by the person working there. <laughs> they said, it's cheaper if you buy two. And he said, well, I'm not an idiot. So he got two. Um, that's all. Yeah. Uh, was it bring your own cup day? <laughs> it was not. Because I imagine he would fashion some type of cup. Yeah, I'll bring a wheelbarrow in even. Yeah. Just let it go. But I don't know. Maybe maybe you saw someone at the shops, you know, just doing their grocery shopping. Um, I remember that time I thought I saw, it was, it was it Britney Spears? I think I thought I saw it at Woolworths. Hmm. That wasn't Britney Spears. That's a different topic. You thought that Quentin Tarantino came yeah. to my university. <laughs> I took him a lecture. The uh, Hollywood director. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just no. a local director, that was. <laughs> local director. Uh, but yeah, look, 131060, have you had an everyday mundane celebrity encounter? Maybe you saw them in the drive-thru at a Macca's or maybe I mean that'd be a great one if you worked in the, the drive-thru mm. and you know a, a celebrity came through we heard stories once of Shane Warne going through a KFC maybe you had Warney through your KFC drive-thru that would count as a mundane celebrity encounter Ali Ali sorry on the Gold Coast who'd you hey, see Ali hey. I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnie the Terminator yeah Where? Um, I was walking around in Circle of Key one morning yeah. and it was just doing his morning jog Around Circle of Key. Did you know that he was in Sydney at the time? Uh, I think he was in Sydney for, for some sort of gym sort of promotion. Yeah. But, um, yeah. 
Did he have people around him? Did he have running around? Did he have a, yeah. a, a posse? Yeah, he had uh, two security guards running with him. Yeah, people. But like he didn't that. want to stop at all. No, of course not. I tried to grab a selfie. He was like, oh, "I'm on my morning run. Didn't you going?" Yeah. What did he say? Um, no, nah, he's like, "Not right now, man." Not yeah, right now. fair enough. I wouldn't think Arnold Schwarzenegger would need a security guard. That's what guard. I'm wondering. Yeah, he's so big. Maybe he was acting security for somebody else. That's right. Well, I guess like he just wants someone to break the fall kind of thing. To run out in front of him and, you know, yeah. they can just, if someone comes to get him, that's true. at least the security guards can keep him away from a little while. Yeah, that's a good point. While he gets ready. That would be, be quite the thrill. I reckon if I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger going for a run in Australia, I'd convince myself I hadn't actually seen Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. Like, I would think, oh, that must be just someone who looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it depends on whether or not you know they're in the country. If you saw him that's on the true. project the night before, yeah, that's true. you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, of course. But if you yeah. didn't know, yeah. that's the good one. Quinn in Toowoomba. Did you see a celebrity in a mundane place? Yeah, well, I was in uh, the CVZ in Toowoomba. Yeah. And I, um, I, I walked past uh, Dermot Bird and the AFL football. Oh, the, the superstar from Hawthorne. I wonder what Derm's doing in Toowoomba. You, you know you're a fan of Toowoomba, Zach. What do they have up there? Is it a flower festival? They do have a flower festival, yes. I'm Is actually it... thinking about going this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Entering part of your own stuff, maybe? No, you or? can't do that. You have oh. to live in Toowoomba, I think. Okay. But, you know, different people's yards, they enter their yards and they have a, uh, it's like a plant festival. I don't know if it's particularly flowers. So maybe Doom was up for the flower festival. That's I don't even know who this person is. <laughs> oh, come on. If you, if you were an AFL fan, Dermot Brereton's a household But name. I'm not an AFL fan. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I They're what, a good AFL someone. player, are they? Yeah. Well, he was in like the 80s. He was Hawthorne's superstar. Yeah. Anyway. Now he's just retired in Toowoomba in Queensland. <laughs> no, he's certainly not living in Toowoomba. I don't think he's on the footy shows all the time. But um, How do you know he's not patching in? <laughs> from Toowoomba. It's possible. Yeah. I, I guess I wouldn't put it past From Wynn. Wynn Studios <laughs> up there. Uh, Mira, in Melbourne, what was your mundane celebrity encounter? Uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg! Where, where, where did you see Snoop Dogg? Flemington KFC, mate. At KFC. Flemington no KFC. Well, Hang on, near the, yeah. Mel- near the Melbourne Cup. Yes, exactly. And what? <laughs> it was at the Melbourne Cup. Is he going through drive through or he walked into store? He walked into store with all his bouncers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's happened is he's clearly going to do some sort of a function at the Melbourne Cup. Like, and I don't want to eat that food. And I don't, don't want to have those stuff. tiny little tarts <laughs> that they hand around, you oh. know, the little. Uh, uh, or oh, Mira, did you see what he ordered? Do you have any idea what he ordered? Yes, because I was working there. Oh, you were working. Oh, 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 okay, well, what is Snoop I don't remember order? exactly what he ordered, yeah. but he, yeah. I remember he had a box of chicken. He ordered a box of chicken. Yeah. But I don't remember what the rest was, but they ordered like 10 pieces of box of chicken. Yeah, why not? Was it a big order? And it was a massive order, but <laughs> they had like these bounces of the size of... Um, I don't know, a Land Cruiser, and they're <laughs> massive. Yeah. So, yeah, the order was massive. Yeah. They need a yeah, lot of food. So, I mean, they probably haven't seen an order like that at KFC since before I went celiac sack. Yes. You know, when I used to go through the drive-thru and uh Do you reckon you'd give order? Snoop Dogg's <laughs> yep. posse a run for their money? Oh, I reckon I could order more than them. Do you, do you reckon you could be a part of his posse? Snoop or uh, what would be more likely, being mm. a part of Snoop Dogg's yep. uh, posse or mm. a part of... Arnold Schwarzenegger's security, <laughs> security detail. 
I reckon it's more likely I'll be with Dermot Brereton <laughs> at, the, at the Flower Festival, to be honest. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We are making our very own cologne. Mm. It's a perfume. It's called Sausage by Bunnings. It's a perfume that smells like a Bunnings sausage sizzle because... That smell is irresistible. Well, we think it's the most irresistible smell on the planet. So the logic goes, make it into a cologne, wear it every day, you'll be irresistible. It's perfect. Uh, The difficulty in making a cologne like this... Well, there's many difficulties, but there is an initial one. The big one is how do we get the smell? How do we get the smell and how do we turn it into a cologne? You and I have never made perfumes before. Until I was about 15, I thought perfumes were like it came from particular rivers. Like that they had... Lakes that smelt amazing. They bottle it. It was just it water. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it was the minerals in that water or whatever. And but they... had you ever been to a lake and smelt one that smelled No, good? I thought they all came from overseas. That's why people said French perfumes. Like, must be a lot of good smelling lakes So you in thought in it, those were scents from a location? Yeah, yeah. That it was just bottled, nice, scented uh, lake. And because it was a liquid, you assumed it was water? Yeah, clearly. Now, I know I've got that wrong. 15, yeah, 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 yeah. That was wrong. <laughs> Fifteen-year-old me knew we'd got that wrong, but this is the what point. What do you I don't think know. they are now? What is, uh, uh, some combination of you know you go into those like um, health shops and they mm. have all the essential oils and the diffusers. But what are essential oils? Well, now you got me. <laughs> 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 I see that you are you've outsmarted me yet again. I don't know. That's where my so knowledge So, how ends. do you think then if it if it's mm. either from uh, water from certain lakes or if it's essential oils, yes. how can we replicate? The barbecue smell. Do you have any ideas? No clue. And I've been hoping that you might have, because I know you've been, you dedicated so much time to this. Mm. It's been hard to get onto you the past week because you've been working so hard on mm-hmm. this. I don't know why you're saying that because that's not true. <laughs> I'm just do saying. Do you think I have a solution here? I'm hoping you do. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm asking you <laughs> what your plan is. I don't have, what, what do you mean my plan? I thought this was a team plan. Yeah. I don't have a plan. Don't, let's not turn on each other. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sometimes when I'm back to do a corner, what I, think I lash we out. Do. This is what I think yeah. we should do. Yeah. You're not in a corner. Good. But I think what we should do is we should split up and investigate different ways of going about it. Oh, Jeez, you worried me at first there. I couldn't do radio with anyone else. Right. No, I'm no, not no, good no. enough. This isn't how I'm bringing up that I think the show should end. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. What good. I'm saying is I think we should try to cover all bases. When you're looking for something in the house, what do you do? You say, you look upstairs, I'll look downstairs. Yeah. And that's kind of how we should get to the bottom of this. Okay, so we're both trying to figure out how to make a barbecue-scented cologne. Mm. Okay. Anything coming to mind for you? Well, initially, I thought... If I what, said yeah. to you, you have 24 hours to, yep. to make... <laughs> A barbecue scent, what would you do? Well, initially, you know, I had spoken about getting grease from a barbecue in a spray bottle. Hmm. I thought that might smell like a barbecue. Why don't you try to do that then? (laughs) I can give that a go. The only concern is it wouldn't be particularly nice to wear grease on you. Hmm. Um, But I don't know what I could do. Could I water it down? That might get rid of the scent. What if you cooked some sausages, soaked them in in methylated spirits overnight? Yeah, you can give that a go. That's an option. <laughs> That's an option. Yeah. That's true. Okay. You, tr- you try that. What I'm going to do is yeah. I'm going to try to get onto someone who makes perfumes <laughs> Okay. And, well, and ask them for advice. But that seems I think like I'll do upstairs, you do downstairs. So I'll try to find a perfumer mm. or whatever they're called yep. and see if they can explain to me how you make perfumes. Mm. You try to soak sausages in methylated spirits <laughs> and you know we'll what? meet back here well, in 24 hours. You, you, look. 
We'll Honestly, meet back here in 24 yeah, hours. Okay, you might mock me now. In fact, you do mock me now. But no, what if no, I show I'm up? saying that's if that's good. Hmm. You can if that doesn't work, we can knock that off the list. Yeah. It's a process of elimination. <laughs> it could take a while if you're just planning on soaking <laughs> sausages in different different well, solutions. No, there's, a, there's an all-night supermarket near my house. I'll be stopping by on the way back to get a whole bunch of sausages. Yeah. And I'm going to do this. <laughs> okay. Watch out. <laughs> Who's that to? Your neighbor? Yeah, <laughs> With know. the science experience you're going to be you, having you, in the backyard? Whatever I make, are you going to be happy for me to spray it on you tomorrow? No, night? hell no. <laughs> Definitely not. It's probably not even going to be allowed in studio. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Pretty heartbreaking at the moment, Zach. My favorite food, acai bowls, I think they're being taken away from me. What? I think I'm losing them. Well, you know I've had an acai bowl pretty much every day um, for the past two years. Well, it'd be coming up three. Yeah, the anniversary is approaching. Because um, we figured out you spent about $19,000 over the two years. So that would yeah. be, what, are we getting up to 25000 around now? Well, probably, yeah. It's an everyday thing for me. It just It's the, the, the one expense that, you know, I, I work into my daily life. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Spending copious amounts on a car wash yesterday. Yeah, also the amount true. that you're spending on in-app purchases. Yeah. So I wouldn't yeah. say it's the only expense that you splash out on. I really I really could use some financial um, wisdom. But that's a sidebar. The point is I do love acai bowls. They've become a favorite of mine. But over the past six months, acai obviously being that, that superfood berry from, you know, South America that uh, that's put into a bit of a smoothie bowl, it seems to be dying this trend. I had, at the start of the year, five specific acai bowl cafes within a 10-minute drive of my house, which is pretty good, I thought. Yeah, right? five. Five. Now, the first one, my regular, they were the first to go. They went in, in March. They shut down. Heartbreaking. In April, another one down the road for me. Shut down. <laughs> Didn't even get to that one. Hadn't been there before. But I found a new one, and I was really enjoying it. Came back from holidays in July. They'd shut down while I was away. So there'd be two left, two of the five left. One I go to and another one that I've been to once or twice occasionally, but sort of was my backup one. Found out today my backup one shut down over the weekend. Four of five acai bowl cafes have shut down. Now this superfood trend sort of kicked off around uh, 2015, 2016, I think, was when acai bowl started to become a big thing. I think the trend might be dying and I might be the only one left on it. I think I'm, I, I honestly think Asai might be dying. Wouldn't it be the first time. What do you mean? Remember the fedora? I <laughs> know. Shut up. <laughs> I didn't, I wore a fedora in grade 11 and at social had, events for a few months. It had uh, cash <laughs> printed on it. Yeah. You know, like the pattern. Of money. Like, yeah, money. Yeah. Trendy. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't the coolest grade 11 kid, but that's not breaking news to anybody. But honestly, at this stage, I'm thinking, you know, I'm now down to my last one, right? Yeah. I'm down to, it's a bit like Voldemort with his horcruxes. Hmm. You take this one, I don't I'll get die. that reference, but yeah. I assume it's Harry Potter. <laughs> the point is, you take this last one, and that's my life source gone. Yeah. I, what am I going to do now? Well, you could eat what everyone else eats for breakfast. Which is, what do you have? What do I have? Uh, yogurt and muesli. That's, that's pretty similar, I suppose. Yeah, that's... but I'm not paying... $15 a day. <laughs> I want to know, 131060, has anyone been through what I'm going through at the moment? Did you lose your favorite food? You know what I mean? You fell in love with the food. It maybe it was a part of your daily or weekly ritual. And then maybe the chain went bankrupt or, or I don't know. Maybe or it was limited just a, edition limited even. Limited edition, yeah. Like the old Maco. Well, that, was that your favorite food? Oh, 
It was. Yeah. It was like a McDonald's burger that had salsa on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You bring the Al Maca up a lot. I actually don't yeah, remember. Yeah, because it's a classic. I don't and remember, I but... am here remembering its legacy, yeah. whereas everyone else has moved on and they don't talk about the El Maco anymore. <laughs> but I vow that I will not forget the El Maco and I will let, and I will not let the memory die. Well, I suppose if you ran for office, that would be your campaign, wouldn't it? Mm. One, you'd be a one policy uh, politician. I held a cold El Maco mm. as I lowered it into the bin <laughs> and I said, I'm going to tell your story. <laughs> I'm going to make sure everybody knows about the burger with salsa on it. But you're a vegetarian. You couldn't even have one now. Yeah, I can't have them now. <laughs> but back then I could. Yeah, that's true. Would it be enough to bring you out of vegetarianism mm. <laughs> if they came back? It'd be close. It'd be the closest thing there is probably. It'd be the about. closest. <laughs> yeah. 131060, did you lose your favorite food? I mean, another one for me was caramel chocolate, obviously, last year. Yeah, that's a classic. Caramel was outstanding. That and shaker fries. I mean, there was a stage where uh, there were, I had five acai bowl places near me. McDonald's were doing shaker fries and caramel was on shelves. And you thought you could never be brought down from yeah. this high. <laughs> Those were the golden days. No one days. can touch me. <laughs> Those three incredible foods sat there in the golden days. And now one by one, they're all disappearing and I'm left here hungry and alone, <laughs> which will also be the name of the book I put out soon about my life. I'm left here hungry and alone. Hungry and alone. Mitch in Brisbane, what did you lose? Moncheros. Moncheros? I haven't heard of these. Nor have I. What are Moncheros? Or what were Moncheros? Moncheros? They were a corn chip in the yard, say, probably mid-90s. They were the best corn chips you could buy. What made them so good? Oh, mate, the flavour, you know, the, the copious amounts of flavour they put on these bad boys. Were they just cheese flavoured? Yeah, I believe so. They're just a, yeah, just a corn chip. The, uh, if you Google uh, uh, Munch on Mancheros, you'll get the ad for them. Was there like a jingle or something? There certainly was. How did it go? Munch on Mancheros. No, <laughs> not ringing any bells. I'll take your word for it, though. We'll see if we can track some down on eBay or something. Yeah, I'm having a look at Moncheros now. They look very um, 90s. Do you remember when Samboy had the flavor bombs? Yeah. Where in Samboy chips, they were already flavored, Mm. but there was a little packet inside the packet of more flavoring. What a time. Do you remember this? I do. And then you put it in and you shake it up. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know Innovations like that made the 90s. And I feel like that's what the world's missing. Um, Jordan in Gosford. What was your favourite food that you lost? Well, um, we had this little burger shop that opened up. It was called Pigo Burger. Mm. And he was there for about two months. He was an American bloke, and he definitely knew how to make a burger. Then one day, he just shut up shop and took off. Moved on to another pop-up. Never to be seen again. And have you tried to track this guy down, Jordan? Have you Googled? Have you asked around? Yeah, I have, but there's no leads. I've got no leads. (laughs) They say, Jordan, it's better to have loved and lost (laughs) than to never have loved at all. Do you think that's true of to-go burger? Um, uh, As hard as it is, yeah. 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 You would have rather had it. If you really love it, you've got to let it go. How long has it been since they shut down, Jordan? Um, I'm going to say a couple of years, probably three, four years. Three, four years, and you're still... I mean, even thinking about it now, I imagine your taste buds are salivating a little bit. Yeah, just thinking about those little itty-bitty onions. (laughs) <laughs> this more. is a long shot, but if <laughs> yeah. anyone knows where To Go Burger is, it <laughs> yes. was in Gosford three years ago. <laughs> Please contact the show. The if, if someone who, who has something to do with To Go Burger, if we could track it down and get Jordan another To Go Burger. <laughs> Imagine if we I did. I feel like we would get Australian of the Year for doing something like that. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, you know I've been super excited about Woolworth's new collectibles. Yeah. 
Not interested in Ushis. <laughs> Obviously, Cole's Little Shop. Not, not for, for you. me. But the new Garden Discovery. Get a seedling. Get a seedling. Thank Buy you. your groceries. Yes, maybe I will. For every $30, is it? Hmm. Every $30, get yourself a new seedling of a new plant. Maybe you want you to know plant I a palm tree. I love gardening. Tree. I've made myself the farming emoji last year. Yeah. Um, I'm really into it. I've got heaps of indoor plants. I went to Woolworths last week and I was like, oh, you've got me on board, Woolworths. I won't go to Coles. Mm. I'll go to Woolies. I only had about $10 worth of things to buy. Yeah. But I thought I'd buff it out a little bit. Well, you got to hit I'd the buff it up mark. to the 30. Yeah, they, basically, they, they can make all their money back on this campaign just by you, I reckon. Uh, I got to the counter, yeah. spent my $30 looking around. Where's my where's my seedling? <laughs> Hasn't started yet. Oh, no. I was like, what a waste of $30. <laughs> so I went in tonight. Mm. Same thing. Had about $20 worth of things to buy. Yep. Thought I'll get a couple more things, get myself over the $30 limit. Yeah. I saw signs for the seedlings everywhere. Yeah. I looked at the fine print afterwards. Starts today or tomorrow or something like that. I can't figure it out, You're but so I didn't get them. I mean, Twice now really, I've been in there. Yeah. I've bumped my my shopping up to get over the 30. This is the tactic. And they haven't even well, started yet, but I keep seeing advertising everywhere. Maybe it's an argument that you should, before you go and bump up your shopping, have a look at the fine print. I saw the, the ad. Yeah. There was a sign that said, yes. make sure you ask for your seedling. But then afterwards, mm. I was like, well, where's all the seedlings? I'm looking around for them. And afterwards it said, yeah. starts, and it must have been the 11th of September. But... But they must have put it up really, because I was there at like 8.30. Mm. You know, they must have put it as the last thing so it's ready for the next morning. But I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, sometimes at the cinema, they have posters for movies that are only coming soon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or when you go into uh, Maya Mm. on, you know, Christmas Eve and they've got the Boxing Day sales up yet, but you can't buy them. Yeah. Oh, well, that's false advertising. Yeah, okay. So you were really let down before it even started. You're going to wander back in tomorrow with your two receipts Mm -hmm. and say, pass over those seedlings. Put those on the table. (laughs) And they say, sir, did you come all the way in just for those? <laughs> These are very cheap collectibles that we're handing out. And I say, give me the damn seedlings. <laughs> yeah. And will you be in your farming emoji straw hat with and the then, carrot and the yeah, overalls? Yeah. And I'll go, I might even plant it right here just yep. to spite you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, if that doesn't go well, give me a call and I'll come pick you up. Why? <laughs> well, in my head, you're walking there. Right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. No, I have access to a car. <laughs> <laughs> that's it just all the- sounded stripped back like a walk. I don't know. This, that's all the time we have tonight. If you miss anything, grab the podcast, search for Collective Noun on iTunes, or grab the hit app. Otherwise, we're going to be back tonight from 11. Tom and Ollie up next. See ya. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.